All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Crave. It must be, yeah, hello. Must be said that way with the hands. Crave. <laughs> they have a new EP called Self Exposure, which was released earlier this year. Right now, I'm being joined by Sienna. Yep. That's yeah. hey. Sweet. Sienna yep. and Ryan, your name is so easy to say. I like it. I'm right. <laughs> and. Together, these are the important members of the band. I want everybody to know that. Um, <laughs> We've got Buddy Sam, but he's Buddy's, working. He's working. We love Sam. That's right. Like any good drummer, he's working. Um, not sleeping, <laughs> not on his girlfriend's couch like other drummers. <laughs> and together, we're going to be chatting about this EP and what Crave has got coming down the pipeline. So, guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us, John. Absolutely. Great to have you on now. Um, cool. I guess cool. the first question I have is take us through this EP, self-exposure. What kind of self-exposure are we talking about here? Is, should we be concerned about this self-exposure? <laughs> no way. No, no way. Um, self-exposure is about, lyrically for me, it's about ex- exposing like your mental health. You're exposing what's inside your head and your voice it's just feeling like we're being heard so the whole band is just like it's an awesome like introduction name as well like self-exposure like this is our first ep so mm. we're exposing what we are and who we are as a band and i think well the delivery has been insane like the sharing we've been getting is is awesome we did our ep launch that like almost sold out so it's, it's crazy last night yeah. um so it's all about for me like the struggles of um, mental health and, like, self-infliction and also, like, um, it's a very trauma-based uh, album lyrically that sort of they all fit together, different traumas in people's lives. And um, I just wanted to deliver that. And what do you think for instruments, Ryan? How do you sort of feel about self-exposure? For instruments? Yes. Instrumentation? Instrumentation. Well, there's lots of crazy hard hardcore guitar lines and just there's there's a lot of variety i think not every song's the same um so there's there's songs that are heavier than the songs that are like more hard rock and then there's um groovier songs so i guess we're still finding out our sound in a way or we've already found our sound and it's just um a lot of variety within us some variety yeah so yeah it's pretty experimental it is yeah okay that marshall that's in the music video is that is that what we're hearing on the record? What is that, JCM 800? Oh, is it? Oh, the EVH. Is it an yeah. EVH? Am I looking at the wrong music? This is a, a most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. It's okay, Don't worry. John. You're okay. <laughs> Don't worry. That is okay. Or is it my PV? You might have seen my PV. Right? I'm, PV. I'm going through the music videos now to see if I can find what I was looking That's creepy. There's a guy with chains carrying this girl. She's going into a lake. I'm going to stop watching that. I'm... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> it, is it an EVH? Like a 5153? Yeah. yeah? Yes, that's it. That's oh. the one. Okay, I'm. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'm seeing any marshals anywhere. That's embarrassing. Um, That's okay. <laughs> EVH, great. Take us through that. Um, there you go. The EVH. Well, it was just because um, I was looking for like a hardcore high gain amp, something. Oh yeah. Then you don't want to spend like thousands and thousands on a Mesa boogie or anything like that. So 
I just like after a month or so of searching, I found the EVH. I'm thinking this sounds awesome. It's got like decent versatility, these all right cleans, but you don't really have it for the cleans. You have it for like the the high gain and the hard crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I used on every every song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, so it's it's yeah. a picture on your website right on the tour dates, which is another fantastic thing because since you guys uh, did the things that you were supposed to do, you guys can play shows now. Um, so yeah, you've got this, uh, little munchkin 5150 and then over here on Sienna's side, there's a JCM 800. (laughs) Yes. I I know the picture you're talking about now. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. You are correct. (laughs) That's the picture. The picture is hilarious because it's like (laughs) a little tiny white little EVH and then a huge Marshall fringe. (laughs) So I saw the Marshall and I was like, sweet, he's using Marshall, but he wasn't. So. Marshall. Oh, close. Close. <laughs> I know. Story. We were so close tonight. <laughs> we were close to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Story of my life. Okay, so mental health and you said trauma-based lyrics. Is it autobiographical at all? Is it related to what we've been seeing a lot of, speaking of, you know, doing the right things during the pandemic? Yeah, I feel like it definitely relates to that as well. Like, worldwide, a lot of my lyrics, you can, it's uh, metaphorical and a bit, symbolic so it's up to interpretation for whoever's listening to it yeah. uh i wrote it all biographically um i also wrote a few songs for family members and friends who were going through hard times so I, it's like white walls is for some someone in my family that i wrote wrote that one for um and i think it's just really important to get yourself out there and mm. if you've got a voice and you think you can contribute i think it's really important to let people know what's going on and you know the the, yeah the feedback's been awesome so many people have come up and been like i'm touched like i really feel like i've been exposed from listening to this album like i feel exposed and it's great and i'm like oh and it's healing and i'm like that's amazing like i'm so glad this has happened that's cool when when you make music and then actually gets a response like that and you go oh wow it is making some kind of difference or, or an impact in some way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that <laughs> I would – I feel exposed. I don't know. It just doesn't – I got to have a – it'd be, it'd, it'd be out of control, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, White Walls, that's an interesting uh, title if you don't mind getting into it, what, what is this track about? Cause I'm looking at my white walls and now I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Um, so white walls is about, um, falling like emotionally just sort of plummeting into like some, like basically like into a pit, like it, like that feeling of sad, like it's sadness and you feel like, it's easy to just sort of fall, emotionally just fall. Um, but the song's about going, you know, like, you know, you've got to know, like, just you've got to keep going. Like, it's a song of hope, actually, and it's a song of understanding. So I wrote this for a family member who was going through a really hard time and he was in hospital um, in White Walls, essentially, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's horrible. I understand what you're going through. So I wrote this song for him. Um and also for one of Ryan's family members as well, yeah. who's going through a similar thing about, um, you know, you're in, 
you're in paranoia and it's okay and I've got your back and I'm here for you. Mm. And it's about like I've been there before, not really with white, like in hospital, but I've been in that place and you can come out from it and it's essentially like a you can get out of it. You don't have to be stuck in mental health. You don't yeah. have to be. You can keep fighting. Like it's there's a way out. And that's what There's the song's about. And it's a song about also, like, relating and acknowledging how they're feeling and, like, how I've felt. Mm. So that's what that song's about, really. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, even this artwork, I'm looking at it right now. You got a heart with an eye on it and, and the chains. The chains are even rusty. I mean, you guys yeah. got specific on that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> What did we do? What did we throw out there? Did you, what was the idea for the heart? Oh, yeah. I just, like, said, like, I'd love to see just, like, because a heart's, like, part of, like, self-exposure. Like, yeah. emotionally. You're just emotionally going, here I am. There's nothing to hide. There's no lies. Yeah. It's all truth. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. And it's, like, so, like, exposing yourself emotionally. It's yeah. just, like, oh, my God. Like, no one does that. Everyone's freaking out because we've all got layers. We're like yeah. an onion. We've all got layers. Yeah, onions. We're all we, onions. <laughs> we didn't expect the eyeball, though. We didn't expect the eyeball to no, be in the heart. It's a graphic okay. art. Oh, graphic she, artist. She, she added that in. I was going, okay. Well, like, ooh. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It pops. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> Certainly does. And then, so there's six-track EP. Uh, yeah. So the, we're going to chat about... Um, if I could do math, you know, four out of six, whatever that is, it's like sixty-six <laughs> percent of the the uh, the record today. Um, yeah. So, Walk of Atonement and Purgatory got the videos in some degree. Yeah. Uh, how come those tracks got the videos? And uh, as I had mentioned earlier, I didn't want to get nightmares, so I stopped watching it. But if you could take us through uh, that, yeah, well, Ryan actually directed in, like, was it videography? Just say filmed. I filmed the videos. Was, was that for purgatory or yeah, just for both. any any video? I think. I think. I think uh, which one was the one that was scary? Is that uh, Walk of Atonement or Purgatory? Purgatory was the scary one with the man in the chains. Yeah, that <laughs> was that idea. Was that was that me? No, well, that, uh, anyway, oh, well, no. it took it took two days to film. One day was for the band shots. So um, so we just had to get it all in one day. So there wasn't much time for lighting or anything like that. <laughs> it was, it was just whatever we could get. And then the next day was for all of the scary parts of the clip. Um, I don't know. It's just the classic. What what can we do in a real short time? Girl walking through the forest. There's some, our friend Kieran. He's in it. Um, he wants to be creepy. We've got a big chain that we got. From Bunnings? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't know Bunnings. Yeah, That's from, a, from, um, from Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I understand sure. now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, from um, from there. And then he just put her in his neck and he just did some weird stuff and then we're like, yeah, what oh, And then we found a tree. Our drummer, Slam and Sam, he found this big tree with a big hole in it. You'll have to watch it now to understand. Mm-hmm. But um, we're like, oh, let's put the smoke machine in there. And then there's like smoke billowing out of it. And then our friend Kieran, like, I don't know, you just wanted something visually kind of interesting, mm-hmm. you know, and to like rehearse my videography skills. <laughs> yeah. Videography. From videography. Videographical. Yeah, that's it. Videography. <laughs> Videographically Video. speaking. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> we chose that song because it was our, our first release off the EP, like a prop, like um proper campaigning release. Yeah, yeah. And we wanted to get it a proper premiere, and our like PR was like, "Make a music video for it," and we're like. Yeah. Yeah, they we said. Made, yeah, they, they said release a music video at the same time as you release the song. I've gone. Oh, I've I've always released it like a week or two after. I like to keep the string of, you know, interest going. But they said, no, nah, release everything at the same time because no one has attention spans anymore. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what we did. We just got something together real quick and just. It's good though. We've got a lot of good feedback from it too. Yeah, people, people like, are, like it. Scary. We yeah. like it. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky. It is scary. A scary is self-exposure. Actually, that uh, makes me think, are you guys familiar with the author Brene Brown who writes? I think so. She sounds, is it, I'm not sure. Explain. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote a book that she's most known for. She's written a lot of books, but the one that she's most known for is called Daring Greatly. Okay. And she writes most specifically about shame and her research is into shame and uh, the psychology of shame and guilt and uh, everything that entails from there. So especially right around now, uh, she's become relevant again because of the situation that we find ourselves in. Um, And not that something she said, something another philosopher said was the scariest thing we can ever do for most people is to be alone with ourselves. Mm. Um, oh yeah and so connecting that to what Brene Brown does with shame and guilt is being alone with yourself and having those emotions and maybe because of the way society and I don't know maybe even certain religions have approached those emotions and turned them into unproductive things um, reinventing it as a productive thing that no the reason you're feeling shame is for a reason so take action the reason you're feeling guilt is for a reason so take action um and then similarly here, it seems like, well, through self-exposure, we're, we're honoring what it is that we're feeling instead of trying to depress emotions uh, rather than express emotions, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. a cool insight. Yeah. That, that's really it. Yeah, that's, that yeah. was a great way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Eloquent. Yes. I'm free to come along to all of your interviews. Yes. Um, <laughs> Groovy. Okay, so now White Walls, Out of Control, Purgatory, Walk of Atonement, uh, EP, Self-Exposure. We chatted about mental health quite a bit. We chatted about uh, videography. We even chatted about what a chain hardware store in Australia is called. Yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Um, what else is there? What's next? Well, I mean, obviously you guys were able to play a show last night, so this actually changes the conversation from something really depressing to that's cool. What does that look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What do you It's yeah, it's, it's really clean cool. Now. It's like great. every venue's deep cleaned itself, so it's like soapy. Like we went to the bright side, one yeah. of the most like which is in Australia, oh. one of the stickiest places. Like there's beer everywhere. Oh. And you go on the floor and you're you, like squish, squish, squish. You walk on the floor and it's just <laughs> You walked on the floor this time, and you're like, "Wow, I'm, I'm like I'm floating." Like There's le- there was less sticky. <laughs> no sticky, but but to be aside. able to play a show because since August of last year, it sort of came back for us at least in in Queensland within Australia. Yeah, um, it's just been great. It's been nonstop. There's been a couple of lockdowns, like three day snap lockdowns and stuff. We had one just last um, the other couple of weeks ago now, and we've just come out of. Um, 
kind of a period where we had to wear masks, um, and it, that finished 12 p.m. yesterday. Mm. Um, so we're, we're quite privileged in Queensland to be able to play all these shows. We're very lucky. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And then sometimes it's like, oh, you know, the, I've got an early morning to, you know, get up to get to work. Mm. And it's like, well, at least you get to play a show. Yeah. You know, another state in Australia, like Victoria. You yeah, know, Victoria. That's, you know, they're still struggling. So it's like yeah. we get to play those we get to dance, we get to mosh around. Everyone was up, you know, last night. It's just like, this is amazing, you know. We're so, we're really lucky to be able we're to do so this. so grateful. Because people have been, you know, they're left one to be able to play a show right now in, in places like, you know, Canada and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's sick to, to be able to be so lucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what is it? It's like the Spice Girls. Everybody's got their shit together but Victoria. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, well, yeah, we just went into another lockdown here. So, I mean, for um, the rest of rest of us, we're probably going to be in this thing for a lot longer just because, I don't know, people aren't willing to do what's required. Or maybe the government's not willing to do what's required. I don't know. I heard it was things were pretty aggressive as far as the lockdown was concerned in, in Australia, but it paid off. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Like, we kind of just went, it's just for the best. Like, we were just... Yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah. I think Australians just kind of we're just like, we'll just do what we're told. I know, even yeah, though we're right, kind yeah. of a bit rebellious, we just sort of yeah, we're, we're very community based. So, yeah, okay, we just have these snap lockdowns and stuff, and then it, we just get on top of it. And any kind of little outbreak, they're like, all right, that's it, boom, no one can travel here. It's only for three days, and then it was even less than that because we did so well. And then then it was just masks for another couple of weeks, yeah. and then. And people made sure to just wear masks, like everybody was wearing them. Yeah. It, it wasn't mandatory, but we just did it. Like, it was really cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. So this it's, is really cool. Yeah. We're, we're very, um, yeah. Lucky. We're really lucky. lucky to be in Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, um, a lot of bands I've chatted with from Australia, from Queensland, is it, uh, Brisbane specifically, is it like a pretty hot spot? It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah. like, yeah, during COVID, like, Brisbane's like the most booming scene, like yeah. you know, in the, the southern music, hemisphere. Yeah. Like it's it's open again. Um, yeah. Not too full capacity with venues, but again, yeah. really close. Like yeah. there's a petition for like we want to like because they got yeah. the football happening at like you know everybody's there. They've opened up the whole yeah. stadium, and like the musicians are like, why can't you open up like the, all the venues so the bigger bands can play? Like you know, the yeah. local scene is so big right now. Like yeah. everybody's out. But, like, the bigger bands, like, you know, like Powderfinger or something like that, they're trying to play and, like, they can't because they're too big and they won't open up the venue capacity. Yeah. So. But you can watch the football you at can. full capacity. <laughs> Everyone right. can line up to watch the football in the stadiums. Yeah, like, come <laughs> on. Um, but we're still grateful to have stuff open. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's um, awesome. But, yeah, Queensland, Brisbane's just, it's amazing, like, Right. everybody's out. It's crazy. Yeah. And for some strange reason, Wikipedia has a picture of the Brisbane skyline at dusk in 1985. And I don't know why they did that, but it has a, a place in my heart because I was born in 1985. Nowhere near. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I know. This this picture and I are both 36 years old. There you That's go. It. That's Australia, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like, in the ice cream shop, you walk in and they got a photo of like someone from the fifties, and you're like, "Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did not date that. That's fine." 
Groovy. All right. Well, gang, we chatted about mental health, videography, playing shows, self-exposure, tracks from the record, music video. Um, and yeah, I don't really have any other questions other than, I guess, you guys have just released the EP. You can play shows, so I guess you're just going to be rocking that and promoting that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're, we're touring, actually. Yeah. So the first show we did last night is a string of shows, but we're touring all around Queensland. Um, yeah, just like Sunshine Coast, Gold Coast, Brisbane. You know, it's a massive, like, up and down. Queensland's massive, like the whole state's massive. So we're Up driving like two hours to get somewhere and then three hours to get somewhere. It's it's the, we've never done a tour before. We tried to last year and all. I took time off of work and then we just didn't get any shows because some venues just aren't. Yeah, they're pretty not responsive. Yeah. But so I'm like, oh, open up now. I'll, so. I'll need the. I can work now. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, no, we're really excited to do this, um the self exposure tour. So That's it's gonna it. be it's gonna be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Self exposure tour. Show yourself. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's gonna be like, ah! <laughs> fantastic. All right, gang. Well, that concludes my question. So, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Awesome. Too easy. Thank you so much for having us, John. Thanks, we really John. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you look you. after yourself, mate. That's it.